The Little Candle And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Matthew chapter 2, verses 9 and 10 It was a heavy and wet snow that fell that night on the steps of Old First Church. Still the faithful came as they had for over one hundred years. Their numbers were now greatly diminished, and their enthusiasm was waning, but their devotion to Old First was never as strong or as courageous as it was on that Christmas Eve. The people received tiny candles as they entered Old First. The candles would be lit in the darkened sanctuary at the conclusion of the service, as all were singing Silent Night, Holy Night. Overshadowed by the large Gothic sanctuary, with its beautiful stained-glass windows and shiny marble floors, the faithful assembled in the first few pews. Some, however, elected to sit alone in the back where their families had sat for as long as memory served. The minister greeted the congregation with a warm and cheerful good evening. As he invited them to stand and sing the opening hymn, Joy to the World, a stranger quietly entered and sat in the back, unnoticed, holding his candle. Looking down as if in prayer, he seemed to be unaware of the others singing, their voices now echoing throughout the nearly empty sanctuary. As quickly as he had entered, he got up and left. Pausing momentarily on the snow-covered steps, he looked at the tiny unlit candle in his hand. He threw it down in the snow and walked on. Jenny would be seven in the spring. Such a wonderful time to be born. Her little brother Johnny was born a year ago this Christmas. He came into the world on a cold and snowy day, and his first year had not been kind to him. Perhaps with proper medical care he could get better, but medical care was expensive and the hospital was far away. But saddest of all was that this Christmas would pass, as would Johnny's first birthday, without so much as a single present celebrating the holiday or acknowledging Johnny's arrival into the world. Jenny asked her father about Santa Claus. Not knowing what to tell her, he said that for Santa Claus to come, they would have to have a Christmas tree. Well, it really isn't the tree, he stammered. But the light's upon the tree. That's it. A lighted Christmas tree is how Santa sees to come to the houses of little children. He hurried away from Jenny into the kitchen and sat down. Burying his head in his hands, he agonized. What a terrible thing to say to a child. He just couldn't tell her the truth, that he couldn't find work, and there was no money. No money for the rent, for Johnny, for Christmas presents, not the littlest toy. Jenny's mother walked into the kitchen from the hallway. She leaned down and put her arms around him. Don't worry, we have each other, she whispered. God has always provided for us. That night, before going to sleep, Jenny knelt beside her bed to pray. Her prayers were innocent and pure, never praying for herself, but always for little Johnny, Mommy, and Daddy. Lost in her prayers, she had laid her head down on the bed and looked out the window of their first-floor apartment at the snow falling from the darkened sky. Large flakes of snow floated into the alley that separated the apartment building where Jenny lived from Old First. Jenny's eyes followed the snowflakes to the ground. 
The peacefulness of their descent caused Jenny to smile and her eyes to sparkle. Jenny lifted her head and looked intently out the window. She saw something red and green lying in the snow. Curious, Jenny rubbed a circle on the frosted window pane. After looking back at the bedroom door, she slid the window open, scampered out into the snow, grabbed the object, and then scrambled back into her room.